This RRFM podcast was brought to you with the support of New Zealand On Air. Hey, hey, beautiful people, and welcome to World Domination. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, and you are in the perfect place to level up. Here I cover all things personal development, mindset, healing, spirituality, and manifesting your most abundant and impactful life. All done with a massive dose of real talk and an open book policy. Because who is time for superficial chit chat? Thank you for being here. Thank you for choosing you. And thank you for showing up when it would be way easier to watch Netflix. Let's get into it. Oh, and don't forget to connect with me over on Instagram at the Monica Ferguson. Hey, hey, beautiful people, Monica Ferguson here. Welcome to this week's episode of World Domination, where we are speaking about tough love and setting boundaries. Very, very sexy topics, I know. But honestly, so freaking important, especially for those of you that are seriously, you know, on this path of growth, of wanting to become your best selves, there will be conflict. It is inevitable. Okay, now... (laughs) the thing is that as you grow, right, people that were used to you being a certain way, some of them will, you know, be inspired by your growth and they'll come with you. Some of them will celebrate your wins and they'll be, you know, your biggest cheerleaders. Some of them are going to resist because they were comfortable with you how you were. And this actually has nothing to do with you, all right? This is to do with them being triggered. So, you know, I've talked about this before in other episodes, you know, if you've got a group of friends and every weekend you guys just got drunk together and sat around gossiping or whatever, and then all of a sudden you decide, man, I'm going to start training in the mornings and the weekends, I'm going to start um, food prepping, meal prepping for the week, um, I'm going to start like meditating, I'm going to go and study a course, I'm, I don't have time to be hungover anymore, I'm not going to do that. People get triggered by that, A, because they were comfortable with you there, but also if they are not ready to grow, if they are not ready to move, and you are, you're triggering within them that realization, right? That possibility of what they could be doing. And everyone's going to react differently to this. Now, what I was chatting with my friend about this morning was about how as we grow, Right. And those of us, and I'm talking about those of us who are on a serious path of growth, like seriously digging deep, subconscious limits, beliefs, fears, we've got big goals and we're going for them. What we're going to find naturally is that a lot of people drop away. And when I say a lot, I mean a lot, right? My coach always talks about this, that successful people have a very small circle. And I so see that, you know, and So this boundary thing is really interesting to kind of explore as you grow because your perspective shifts, right? You're able to see things from a different angle, from a different perspective. And often, if you're dealing with someone where you feel like you need to set a boundary, they're not going to see it that way because they're not at that level. So they literally can't see what you can see. If they don't have any emotional like intelligence or any self-awareness and you're explaining things to them in a way that requires them to go within and actually look at some stuff. Um, if they, if they don't want to do that, they're not going to. 
So we need to learn how to remove our own feelings of self-worth from other people's behavior. I'll say that again, okay? Other people's behavior is not a reflection of our self-worth. And the thing that causes issues for us so often is that we make it mean something. So our family member, our friend, our partner projects. They come at us with some toxic BS. They are nasty. They are cruel. They are mean. It's very easy for us to um, to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, see, it's because I'm not good enough. It's because I don't matter. It's because I'm unworthy of love. It's because everyone leaves me, right? And all those unconscious stories and beliefs that are lurking still will come up. So that's actually a gift, right? It actually is a gift. And for us to realize, too, how triggered people get. I had no idea how much I triggered people until really the last year or so. I've just noticed, like, there were so many friends um, that kind of dropped away stopped calling, the more that I grew, the less that I heard from them. The more visible I became, the less that I heard from them. Um, the more successful I became, the less that I heard from them, to the point that it's gone years without hearing from people that were like my best friends. And initially I kind of pursued it and reached out and then I was just like getting to that point where I realized, nah, this is just not flowing anymore. And you know what? That's okay. That's actually okay. We don't need to make that mean anything. And this is where we take our power back, right? Because if someone is going to project their stuff onto us or behave however they're going to behave, let them. But our work is to believe in ourselves, to believe in our worthiness, to have confidence in who we are and what we bring to the table, knowing that we treat people with love and respect even when they're acting out in an unconscious way, which is what this is, right? When people get triggered, it's because there's something within them that was painful that they didn't really want to deal with that got triggered in them. And they might not know how to deal with that. And so it's kind of that shoot the messenger thing, right? And you may not have even triggered them on purpose. Like this happens to me all the time where merely by existing people will get triggered. And it's like when you show, you just live your life in a certain way, and if people have stuff within them that they're like they're unsettled about, they don't feel good about, and you just live your life in a way that's kind of how they think they should be living, they get triggered. And it has nothing to do with me, and I've had to learn this lesson, you guys, so many times. So this is the this is the first component that I want everyone to understand is that we have power, we have such power to choose the narrative and the story that we tell ourselves about these situations as they occur. Right? Now I'm gonna get <laughs> this is quite recently. I started dating someone and uh he very early on got very triggered and I mean triggered and he even admitted this he was like right at the end like I started getting real right and he even said this to me he's like oh my gosh I just had a like a freak out moment because it's getting so real and I had to slam on the brakes and stuff like that and then because me being me right I didn't run 
I just, I was like, okay, cool. So let's work through this. Let's talk about it. Like what's going on? And he just started throwing stuff at me. So he went from one morning literally being like, you are everything. Like, I don't want to waste any more time. I want us to be together. Um, you know, literally like you're the love of my life, this kind of stuff to you have psychological problems. Um, what else did he say? You need a lot of love and I don't have the energy to give it to you. Um, all this kind of like really nasty stuff. And it was within hours of being like, you know, I'm literally going to change up my whole world to be with you, to move, to be with you, like all these things to, oh no, you're crazy. You have psychological problems. You're needy. Even though he had like pushed for everything to happen. And it was really interesting because I was sitting there and thank goodness I am me, right? Because I could see exactly what was going on. These subconscious patterns, these triggers, man, like he got scared. He got so scared. It got real. He got vulnerable. He went into fight or flight, right? And because he wanted to run and I didn't, you know, I just stayed there. So, you know, knowing what we know about the subconscious mind, which is 95% of our mind, and it's there to keep us safe. In that moment, he did not feel safe, and that had nothing to do with me. That's the past stuff, right? Subconscious is about the past. So in the past, obviously, he'd been in situations where he felt vulnerable, where he was he didn't feel safe, where something negative happened. So his mind was like, get out. And so that's exactly what he did. And he just like threw all this nasty stuff at me, sabotaged, until I walked away, which I did very quickly because I will not be treated like that, right? Really interesting to observe. Now, the other thing that I want you guys to understand, there's the saying called perception is projection, right? Now, what that means is we see things as we are, right? So we project onto other people really what's within us. Now, this is good and bad. These are the positive things and the negative things. So as I reflected on this after it happened, I think everything that he said to me, he was really saying about himself. Because none of the things that he said were true. And that was the thing, like at first, that stung, man. Someone you care about saying to you, you have psychological problems. And I was like, what the heck? Like, and I looked and I reflected like at my behavior. What did, how did I actually behave? I'm so proud of how I behaved because I was so conscious and intentional about this whole situation. I chose to be open and I chose to, you know, express stuff. And I really chose to make myself vulnerable instead of putting walls up. And, and I fought for it right until the end. You know, I was present. I was there. And I was just like, wow, to turn around and say these things to me that are not true. I was like, okay, so there's actually some deeper stuff going on within him. Now, did I get to that point straight away? No. Did it take me a little while of feeling really hurt? Yes. And I allowed myself to feel those things, right? But then I started looking at what actually happened. And it's simply, he went into an unconscious space. He projected a bunch of stuff at me and then didn't own it didn't come back and apologize, didn't face it, didn't, you know, didn't man up. <laughs> Instead, he just said all these horrible things to me that I did not deserve, and then he took off. Uh, well, I walked away, uh, and then he bailed, but acted all nice at the end, and it was just the most bizarre thing ever. So this is the thing, right? <laughs> As we grow, we actually need to set much stronger boundaries because we have to be so discerning about who we let in our circle, right? 
Because we only want to be around people who operate at the same level as us. If we're working hard on our own self-awareness, our own growth, um, becoming the best versions of ourselves, being the best version of ourselves in relationships and in our interactions with other people, we want to be around other people who do the same, right? So the boundary thing, really, we want to start that right from the beginning. So when we meet someone, we we show up as us in our full integrity. Now we don't we're not going to drag the past and we're not going to be looking for red flags and signs because you know, if we're looking for things to go wrong, we will attract that into our life. So we're not going to do that. We're going to give everyone the benefit of the doubt. However, we are going to be smart. And what that means is when we notice that we're not being treated well or we notice something upsets us we don't just let it slide because it's easier and this is where a lot of people fall down right they end up in these toxic cycles with people because they're too afraid to say something they don't want to say no because they're afraid that that person might leave them and this my friends is the real issue okay we need to face our own limiting beliefs Because the version of you that knows that they're worthy, that knows that they're good enough, that knows what they bring to the table, that knows how special they are, uh, that version doesn't tolerate BS from anyone. And that's the work for you, is right to get yourself into that space where actually you feel really good about who you are. You know that you're a good person. You feel proud of what you're doing. You're doing work that fulfills you, you know? You're really celebrating the wins and the growth because naturally you become a magnet for people like that, right? And so, and also the people that don't behave like that become very unattractive to you. And so this is the real work, right? Now, what about those of us who are in situations right now where we didn't do that? We didn't set boundaries in the beginning, we maybe when we met someone, we weren't that empowered version of ourselves. We actually felt like we weren't good enough. And so we've created some, like a relationship or a pattern in our life where someone has learned that they can get away with treating us like that. They have learned how to manipulate us, how to play us. Okay, so the boundaries thing is obviously very important now. <laughs> Um, now it's easier obviously to meet people and just be awesome up front and you know if someone disrespects you someone whatever you're you're able to challenge it in the moment it's a lot easier than having repeated a pattern for 10 years and then having to suddenly try and change it up but this is this does happen right and like I said when we're growing we outgrow people we just do. And if we've chosen to grow and everyone in our life chose not to grow, then we're probably going to find ourselves having these conversations or these feelings within ourselves quite a lot where we realize like the dynamic needs to change. Like I don't want to hang out with people that just want to get drunk all the time. I don't want to hang out with people that aren't interested in growth and self-awareness that take no responsibility for themselves and blame everyone else and attack other people I'm not interested in that anymore and my friends I say this with love but sometimes you're gonna have to have some really uncomfortable things happen you just are letting go of people is not always easy and a lot of that you know is because these people lack self-awareness right they don't 
that, and that's why you need to set a boundary with them because if they had a lot of self-awareness and they were growing with you, you probably wouldn't need to set a boundary. But if you're finding that there's this conflict and this tension, it's probably because they're operating at a different place than you are. And so they're not always going to be receptive because if they lack the self-awareness and the responsibility and this, you know, all of those things, uh, the wisdom, <laughs> they're probably not going to respond well, you know, and you've just got to be okay with that. You know, I've had to, I've had to walk away from friendships. There were two that I've had like big ones where it was literally like a breakup. These were like, they were like family. They were that close to me. And I noticed that I was not being treated well at all. And I did not feel good about it. This was a couple of years ago now. And I was very upset um, with them. One of them was just treating me like a real option. This is like my best friend. And uh, best friend of like 10 years. And I was just being made, you know, like a real option, <laughs> basically. Everyone else was coming first. I was the one that had been there through all the stuff, but I was the one that was being put into this tiny box. Like I could only see them after 5 p.m. on a Sunday, uh, all this kind of stuff. And I was the one that was making all the effort. And I was like, you know what? This is not cool. And so I hit this friend up about it and it became a war, man. This friend screamed at me, yelled at me, told me that if I don't like it, then I don't get them in my life anymore and all this kind of stuff. And it ended. That was not good. This was a friend that I like love and I still love, but man, that was horrible, you know, and other friends like where um I had well this friend actually came back, so this is a this is a positive story, right? This was a friend who was like my best friend and she was going through her own stuff, you know, and she was going through these cycles of um just real self sabotage stuff. And just really hurting herself over and over again. And it was a cycle. And I tried so hard for so long to pull her out. But I was getting pulled into some really awful stuff. And I had to walk away. Right? After like a while. This was not a decision I made lightly. Right? Because people go through stuff. But it was the fact that it was a cycle that had repeated like 20 times. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't do this again. Like, this is a choice now. And it's stressing me out. Like, I'm literally losing sleep over it. And there's no sign of it ending, you know? So I had that conversation and it blew up and I was told like, um, you know, that I, my love is conditional and all this kind of stuff. Now, again, if I, if we look at that, it's just the subconscious stuff, right? That person got triggered. She got triggered. She got hurt. She felt rejected. And so she lashed out and that's all that was. So I had a, a, you know, in that moment, I had to make a decision about how I was going to view that situation. Like, did I choose to go, oh my gosh, I am the worst friend ever. I don't deserve friends. My love is conditional. Like, I'm so selfish. Or could I view it from this perspective of, okay, I can just see that there's some real unconscious stuff coming out, which was in alignment with, that was the whole reason I was leaving, right? Everything was unconscious and not being confronted. So it's hard. Did I cry about that? Yes. Did it hurt me? Yes. But you know what happened? 18 months later, she came back a completely different person. And we had the, we had a big chat about this. And she was like, because I was the only one to really call her on it. And it's like the most loving thing I could have done for me and her in that moment, you know? 
And so people can change and grow. And it's so important that we, we recognize that too, that it is the most loving thing we can do for someone to empower them to make better choices. And so if we are just letting people use us as a doormat, come over whenever they want, they have, there's no, um, there's no respect, there's no requirement, like we're letting people just bulldoze us, then they're never going to grow. They're never going to learn. Why would they? There's no mirror being held up to them. There's no consequence. If you could just get, get whatever you wanted and hurt whoever you wanted, like, why wouldn't you? You know, it doesn't, doesn't matter. So it's so important that we do that. Okay. Now, the, the, the final thing, I was chatting to my best friend this morning about this, and we we're talking about this, like, tough love and boundaries thing, right, in relation to her mum. So she's going through this big will thing. Her grandma recently passed away, left her quite a lot of money. And her mum has been trying to get more of her money and has just twisted this whole thing and like made up all these lies and, um, and there's evidence to prove that she's lying, right? So it's just this like money grabbing thing and it's like, I'm a victim and you're evil. And because in the past, my friend would, would have like bent over backwards to try and please her, you know, that's the nature of my friend. She has a huge heart, right? She wants everyone to be happy. But she's now like leveled up and is stopping this stuff where people know how to manipulate her and play on her goodness and her love. Because let's be real, that's who people prey on. The people that have a huge heart and want to do good and want everyone to be happy, they're the ones that get played because they care, right? So my friend had to really, like was dealing with all these nasty emails. Her own mum deleted her on Facebook Um, and just throw all these hideous lies. Her stepdad said that she wasn't welcome at their house anymore. This is over money that was in the will. This was, this was not her decision, right? So her grandma has just died and she's now dealing with all this crap from her own mum who takes no accountability, no responsibility for anything. This is a cycle. This has been there forever, her entire life, right? Now that's hard. That's your mum. You know, people say, you've only got one mum, one one dad. Honestly, parents are great, <laughs> but no one gets to disrespect us and hurt us, right? No one, even if they're our parents. I honestly, that that's my stance on it. It truly is. And I know some people will, will not agree with that, but this is my take. If we are in any situation where we are being manipulated, disrespected, gaslit, these are really toxic, like manipulative, awful strategies. And if we're showing up in integrity and love and we're being met with this, then we need to remove ourselves from that situation. And it's going to look different for everyone, right? But what I just want everyone to be made aware of is that you deserve better Now, at the same time, I want us all to really reflect and be aware on how are we being and who are we choosing to be, right? Because actually, if we're operating from a space of, you know, um, fear, abandonment, fear of abandonment, fear of rejection, unworthiness, then we're naturally going to attract stuff that validates that. That's how the subconscious mind works, right? Which is why shoving stuff down doesn't work. Because the subconscious mind is 95% of our mind. So if we, uh, 
you know, we can feel unworthy and be like, oh no, that's not there. And then we just constantly try and use external things to make ourselves feel better. It's never going to work. And I know you needed to hear that. Someone needed to hear that. You can get all the Botox of the world. You can date a bunch of dudes on the internet. Nothing but you can fill that void. If you don't feel worthy, you will never get it from the external world. You simply won't because, in fact, you've programmed your brain to feel unworthy. Now, quick little reminder on this, all right? So the subconscious mind has a process called generalize, distort, and delete. Because our mind, our subconscious mind is aware of everything, right? So every second it's inundated with millions of pieces of information. And so physically we can't actually process it all. So it goes through this process, generalize, distort, delete, which is basically a giant filter. So it's filtering our life and it chooses what to filter based on what we believe, what we focus on. So what that means is if you believe that you're unworthy deep down, it's going to find evidence of that for you. And it's going to push away evidence to the contrary. That's literally how powerful your mind is, right? Which is why if we're setting, like boundaries are good, but we want to look at the patterns and the cycles that are occurring within us that enabled that thing to happen in our life. Because we don't want this to happen again, right? So if that if that boundary is needing to be set because a part of us was a people pleaser, because we just... We learned as a little kid that we had to keep the peace because we grew up in a violent house or we grew up with abuse and so we took on this role of, you know, peacemaker. Then we need to heal that part within ourselves so we don't just keep repeating the cycle, right? Because that's not our role, you know? But the subconscious is formed from zero to seven. So, so often if we haven't really reflected on our dominant beliefs, fears, limits, we are just repeating them at an unconscious level over and over and over and over again. And then, of course, because our mind is programmed for those things, it's going to then find evidence of it. So what happens is you've got evidence of it in your reality, and then you go, oh, see, I feel like like everyone abandons me. Everyone treats me like crap. See, here's the evidence. But actually, the evidence came after the belief, not the other way around. This is why it's so important for us to become aware and to shift our dominant beliefs. And you know what? Something that's so cool about this is that as we shift those beliefs within ourselves, the triggers are no longer there. So even if someone has disrespected you, has treated you badly, when you have healed the part of you that was a people pleaser or that didn't feel worthy or that was afraid of abandonment, you will feel completely different in that situation. Even that circumstance doesn't even need to change, but you will feel different about it because you're no longer giving your power away. It really is an internal game. It's all mindset. That is how powerful you all are. Okay, so if you want some support with this, this is what I do with my clients. So I've got one-on-one support available, single sessions, one month or three months. So we can, we can totally transform your life in that time. Shift these things at a subconscious level. It's not fluff. It's not affirmations in the mirror. It's deep, right? Because we want to change the parts of you that are creating things that you don't want. And that's not willpower. That is subconscious, right? So as we create safety in your body, we're then able to create different results for you. It's so fun, you guys. So I've also got my self-study program, Untamed. So if you want to learn more about the patterns and the cycles that have been occurring in your life and 
and how to actually change them and what to do, it's you. It's all on my website. It's all on my links. Self-study program. You can start today. Heavy on journaling. Very, you know, internal, self-reflective. But message me, you guys. I'd love to hear your aha moments and, and what resonated and what's landing. And, and if there's anything else you want me to speak into, like, I'd love to hear from you guys. What are you struggling with? What would you love to learn more about? I've got you. So let me know, you guys. And thank you for being here. Thank you for showing up for yourselves. You're doing such great work, such important work. And I feel really privileged to be able to connect with you like this. So thank you. And have an awesome week, you guys. I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. Thank you for listening. I would love to hear your key takeaways and aha moments from this episode. And I just want to remind you that you can do amazing things. You're incredible. And if no one else today has told you they believe in you, I do. Only a certain kind of person listens to a podcast like this. The best one. Go get him.